What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the weekly walk-off on the Did You Hear podcast, part of the Blue Wire Hustle podcast network. I'm Emma Houghton. He's Pat Zhang. And Pat, we have a pretty exceptional episode today, in my humble opinion. I don't know about you. Humble opinion. I think in anyone's opinion after listening to it, that was so much fun. The interview we did with Warren, we're so excited to tell you a little bit about it and for you to hear it. Uh, wow, that was an awesome episode. How, how better to bring in the World Series like we just did with that interview? Exactly. Lauren, I've been wanting to have, we've been wanting to have her on for a long time. Lauren Auerbach, she is the co-host of the rest of the season rankings on Blue Wire Hustle. And she's also the co-host of the SP Streamer podcast with Michael Semione. She's a diehard Braves fan. We recorded this on Thursday night in the off day between game two and game three. She had a ton of things to say about the Braves. So knowledgeable, such Great. an excellent guest. We had so much fun. So we are so excited to get into that. Make sure to throw Lauren a follow on Twitter at LK. Our buck. You could see all of her content. And she also will tell you everywhere that you can find her. Yes. Content, yes. Pretty amazing. <laughs> no, be, be sure to listen to her, read her stuff on fan tracks. Like she puts a lot of stuff out there. It's really good. And I think once you listen to her, you will see how good she really is. A hundred percent. We both feel that way very strongly. It was a really fun conversation. And then to add to the good news and to how mm. exciting that now, what segment that will be, we have a big announcement. And Pat and I have been keeping this under wraps for a few months now. However hard it was, we were able to successfully get through it and not spoil the surprise. But we are very excited to announce that Pat and I are the new co-hosts of the State of the Nova Nation podcast, a Villanova basketball podcast, part of VU Hoops. We had Eugene Repay on, I think it was a Big East tournament preview. It was. Yeah. If I remember correctly, Eugene and Pat go way back. I've met Eugene recently. Awesome guy. Does a ton of great work for VU Hoops. Him and his co-host, Chris, have been doing this podcast for six years. They finally came to the end of the road, and they are giving it to us, which we could not be more excited about. We recorded our first episode yesterday. It is now available wherever you listen to your podcast. Mm -hmm. Make sure to throw the Twitter account a follow on Twitter at S-O-N-N-Pod. And Pat, I'll throw it to you just to talk about it. We're so excited. We cannot wait to talk more Villanova basketball because that's where all of that content is now going to be. Yeah, you can find it anywhere that you like to listen to your podcast. Search either VU Hoops or State of the Nova Nation and it should pop right up. Make sure to follow and subscribe as well because we'd love to talk to you over there. But as Emma said, she really put all of that perfectly. We're so excited. We're so grateful for the opportunity. I mean, what Eugene and Chris have built with that podcast over the years is truly phenomenal from all the content to the audience they've built and it, it they truly are two really cool people as well so it, it's an honestly and it's an honor to take this over and we could not be more excited to really have our college basketball or more villanova centric content going there exactly and pat aged himself pretty well when he was I talking did. about how he I was did. listening to their pod back when he was a senior in high school 2015 yeah, uh, 2015 2016 yeah. yeah pretty crazy did you hear isn't going anywhere. We're still going to have our weekly episodes, all of our Villanova basketball content, including some of those game recaps, which we're hoping to do a few of this upcoming season. That'll now all be on the state of the Nova nation mm-hmm. feed. I think that's all we had to say about that. We're super excited about it. Yeah. Throw us a follow, throw us a subscription and a rating and review. You know Please. how much we love that, but without further ado, let's get into Lauren and some Braves Astros talk heading into game three of the 2021 World Series. 
All right. So we are joined by Lauren Auerbach. Lauren, thank you so much for being here. We were talking a little bit before we hit record. It has been so cool to see your rise from having a podcast on Blue Wire Hustle, which is how we met in the first place. Mm -hmm. And now you're a co-host of the SP Streamer Pod with Michael Simeone. And you also do a lot of other cool content stuff for fan track. So Mm -hmm. we're so happy you're here. Also, you're a huge Braves fan. <laughs> what yeah. has this whirlwind been like for you the past couple of weeks and months, honestly? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you guys uh, for having me. Emma, it's good to see you again. We had you on SP Streamer a couple months ago. And Patrick, it's been great kind of meeting meeting you and chit-chatting with you guys. And, Absolutely. Um, so I'm... I love your show. Uh, super excited to be here. But um, yeah, it's it's been a little bit of a whirlwind, you know. So I guess starting out with with uh, Blue Wire and then some of the other stuff that's that's kind of followed uh, that. But in in terms of sports, I'm super excited uh, for my Braves. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm surprised. I didn't think that they would, uh, make it. I wasn't, you know, if you put money on it, I, I wouldn't have put money on this. Um, but so I'm just sitting here and trying to enjoy the world series ride, the ups and downs as we've, we've gone through two games so far. Oh yeah. I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't have put money on this matchup either. No. <laughs> so you're definitely no. not alone. And I don't know if you know, or if you remember, Pat is a Mets fan. Oh, you had to so do this that? Is a little, really? <laughs> this is a little hard for him, but he's it's, being the better man. The bigger man here is taking the high road. I appreciate that, Pat. <laughs> of course. I will not say anything bad about the Braves. Uh, it's amazing that it's amazing that they're here. Uh, I'm proud that the Mets played a role in letting them get here or mm-hmm. letting him is not the right term, mm-hmm. but in helping them get there with the when the yep. Braves went three out they of five. They definitely helped. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. Yep. I will never forget yep. that series because I knew the Braves were coming after that. And look where they ended up. <laughs> yeah, can't complain. No. Crazy. Mm-mm. All right, Pat, you want you got a question or should I get right yeah, into it? Yeah, no, I, I can start things off. So I, okay. I, I think with the Braves, you know, when you think about them and, and you think about them over the years, they've been to the playoffs a lot and they've come up short a lot. What do you think has made this team differently that this is the Atlanta Braves team that's finally been able to get back to the World Series? You know, I don't know because it's, I, I don't know what it is. I think this year they've had to adjust a lot. You know, they've had a lot of players um, that I think they thought at the beginning of the season would be, make it through throughout uh, the season. And, you know, whether, you know, it's Acuna or Soroka, um, you know, it's just, they've kind of, Azuna, you know, they, they've had these, these hits and they've, been able to weather that. And I don't know if it's something that you can kind of, you know, you know, look on paper and be like, okay, well, they've, they've done X, Y, Z. It's just one of those things they've been able to kind of weather those, those bumps. And, um, you know, I know this is, this has been talked about a bunch, but, you know, with the trade deadline, it's just like, once you see, I think your organization um, kind of taking a stance that it's like, yeah, we, you know, we're just not going to sit here and kind of take this. We're going to fight and we're going to, um, you know, we're, we're basically, we're going to fight, we're going to play. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that means a lot to not only the team itself, but also to the fan base. And I think that it's something that you just, it's intangible. It's like you build off of it. And, um, you know, if you had asked me, I guess a couple months ago, I'd be like, well, you know, I mean, actually, you know, when Emma, when you were on SP streamer and, you know, you were on, I think just after the trade deadline and you'd asked what my thoughts were on it. And I was just like, I don't really know what they're doing you know it's It's like you bring in like jock peterson and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and but you made the point and it's it's a point that's been made many times now that um you know there is value to showing that you are 
that you're up for the fight and you're up for the challenge. And I Definitely. think that um, it, it means a lot. And it's something that you can't calculate, but I think that they've been able to do this. And we'll see if they're able to adjust again, you know, with mm -hmm. Charlie Morton going out and um, it doesn't look pretty. I think right now with, with the pitching, with, with what's left with after Charlie Morton going out, but you know what, they've been able, this is what their season has been about as it is adjusting. So we'll see how that goes, um, you know, really in the final, final stretch in, in these last world series games. Totally. You, you went exactly where I was going to go and where I was going to lead you, but just quickly, I hope what Anthopolis did at the deadline lessens the divide between buyers and sellers because you could argue that the Braves were in no position to be buyers and that's what they were and look what they are now mm -hmm. but yeah. before we get into Morton specifically mm -hmm. and I, I guess actually his injury plays into it now are you sick at all of that narrative that Acuna went down Soroka went down Azuna went down now Morton went down do you get sick of that at all? Or do you want people to just talk about the talent that's on this Braves team? Are we always going to remember this year as Anthopolis went after it at the trade mm -hmm. deadline? Well, I think that that is true. I think that there is truth in that. And I think that it's something that that should be noted because in a little, in some ways it is it has been remarkable. But yeah, I mean, you're looking at this team that just, it, you know, I didn't. I didn't expect them to, to, to beat, you know, the Brewers, you know, I didn't expect yeah. in the postseason, I didn't expect them to come on strong uh, at the back end of the second half of the season, you know, um, but they did. And um, yeah, I think you can, you can make certain other points should, should probably be brought up um, outside of the, you know, you know, they've had, they've had all these kind of hardships and these, these players going down, but um, I think while that's a part of it, yeah. I mean, and then, you know, mowing down the, the Brewers, you know, finishing off the Dodgers. I mean, I think that all of these things were, were things that people didn't expect the Braves to be doing, but they were able to do it. They had, you know, their pitchers stepped up, their batters stepped up and here we are in the world series. I feel the exact same way. I just wanted to put that out there because I mm -hmm. want to shift it towards that way. Let's talk about Freed being the best pitcher in all of baseball mm -hmm. in the second half. Let's talk mm -hmm. about Eddie Rosario. Let's talk about mm -hmm. Freddie Freeman as opposed to, oh, wow, another bad thing happened to the Braves. Let's <laughs> mm -hmm. see what they do. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I assumed you would feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's fair. Through the first two games here, has mm -hmm. anything really surprised you that you've seen? Uh, surprised me. Um, I mean, it's it's your class. Here's baseball, right? Where after game one, looking really good for the Braves, mm -hmm. right? You know, it's just like everyone in the lineup had a hit, you know, there, you can kind of go through these bullet points, right? Like Solaire hitting, hitting a home run, you know, in the third pitch of the game, uh, you know, Charlie Morton breaking his leg, you know, and still staying in the game. Going back bit. out there. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, and I mean, I will say I was surprised um, in game one, you know, that, that, that the Astros, um, Astros a really good team. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I was surprised that, you know, when you looked at kind of Altuve, I think it's Altuve Bregman and uh, Correa, you know, they had combined for like an 0 for 12 and they had six strikeouts between them. And I was like, Ooh, like I knew that wasn't sustainable. You know, it's like, you kind of take your wins, you know, uh, where you can and however you can. Um, but I was surprised uh, a little bit about kind of the lack of uh, oomph, if you will, on, on the Astros uh, uh, hitting side. With Framber Valdez, with, with uh, the Astros, you know, he was coming off, uh, you know, Emma, you know this, you know, he's coming off like this, this great game five, you know, against uh, the Red Sox. And he, he just, he just crumbled. But um, 
you know, I walked away from game one being very excited about the Braves, uh, but also knowing this is a long season, also mm-hmm. knowing that, you know, the Astros are not going, they don't, you know, they're not going to just roll over, you know, and um, they showed that then bouncing back in, in uh, game two. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like where you went there. I, when I was looking at surprises and I'm looking back at numbers and trying to find some things that really stood out to me, I did see one and, and this was thrown out there for, for me ESPN. And that's that to credit the Braves pitching, they have forced the Astros into a 39% chase rate through the first two mm, games. Wow. That's okay. 8% higher than the highest chase rate in all of baseball throughout the season. Wow. And you think of this Astros lineup, they're so disciplined. They make mm-hmm. contact. They're situational hitters. The Braves have been able to get them out of their game. And I know that game two, you know, that the Astros were able to string together and have some good situational hitting. But I think that's really impressive for a Braves pitching staff that I think has really come under some scrutiny for people wondering, you know, can it hold up? They've mm-hmm. they've really got the Astros to chase a little bit. Yeah, you know, and that was all after, you know, um, uh, Morton went out. And I was looking at back at some of the stats and that, you know, there was no, no, um, pitcher in that first game that went more than um i believe like 2.2 innings and i, I think, think that that's was right yeah. and that's crazy and i know yeah. that you know it's this postseason just these you see these these inning shrinks right and but you know I, and with the braves you know it's obviously charlie morton broke his leg but um that can get a little dicey you know the further you get into uh this series for both teams you know and especially the braves like the braves um relievers you know during like the the nlcs they really stepped up and Mm -hmm. you know when you look at uh, minter and and matzik and uh smith and that's great you know because they're gonna have to continue to do this now but you have to be careful because you can't just throw these guys out all the time because they're gonna get gassed and it's you're gonna pay a price if you continue to throw them out so um we'll see how that goes you know uh i'm you know, I, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't nervous about kind of the Braves and the pitchers moving forward mm-hmm. and, and what's going to happen. But um, yeah, it's good. It's going to be a fine line, I think, moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I like what you said there. And it was, it was somewhere I was going to go a little later is that I mm-hmm. think as this series go on goes on, it's going to become a war of attrition with these pitchers. It's, <laughs> there's yeah. not a lot of depth on either side. There's not a lot of guys that can give you a ton of innings. Mm-hmm. These relievers are going to get used game in, game out. And these are two offensive clubs. I, I think we've got the chance that we're really going to see some runs the rest of this series, mm-hmm. because I don't know the elite pitcher that's going to go in there and really shut things down. Now I say that and who knows, Framber Valdez against the Red Sox comes to mind where he just came out and, and dominated it. Like it, it happens, but I'm not sure I would bet on that for the rest no, of the series. No, it's not like a clear person right no, now, right? No. I mean, who would it be on either team? Freed you know? would be my, my guess been... and the Astros got to him yesterday. Uh-huh. And yep. it would have been McCullers who is that's no true. longer applicable. Yeah. The thing, you know, the thing with, you know, because I think obviously Freed is, is uh, the best pitcher right now yep. on, on the Braves, but that's also a little scary. It's a little dicey because like you said, you know, the, uh, the Astros just came after him. They got after him quick, you know, Astros love to hit lefties. They're so yes. good at it. Um, you know, it's, I, I think I saw that they have the, um, the highest WRC plus um, in the league when it comes to hitting lefties. So, you know, that's just, that makes me a little nervous. Not going <laughs> to lie. You know, if that's, that's your best, best pitcher and he'll probably, I would assume that he'd be uh, coming up what in like game five where mm-hmm. on um, short rest, probably. on short rest. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know. So is Ian Anderson a lefty? 
No. Mm-mm. I don't know off the top of my head. Okay, well, that's a small, small win there. Take one mm-hmm. weekend. You have to have yeah. s- such a steady heartbeat to be a fan with a rooting interest in the World Series. Because I mm-hmm. felt the same way you did. Braves win game one. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, my God, they might actually do it. And then the Astros flip the switch. And they score. They absolutely pound teams when they win. I think I saw something. I wrote it down. They have the third best run differential in postseason wins in MLB mm-hmm. history. They Oh, do wow. not mess around when they're down, they come back and win. And that's exactly what they did against mm-hmm. Boston too. Mm-hmm. So put your snicker hat on here. Mm-hmm. How do you manage games three, four, and five with Anderson? Are we at the point where he might have to swallow some innings, no matter what type of performance he has tomorrow night or tonight? Yeah, I think you have this? to, I think you have to, I mean, you don't want to, but I think you have to be, that's like a realistic Avenue. You know, it's like, I think you would have thought, uh, maybe there was a little bit more, um, you know, say, uh, you know, you didn't have game two, right? So it's just after game one, it's like, okay, well, maybe Drew Smiley will step up. Or, yeah. And it's like, you know, uh, game two, it's just like, oh, like, do, do you feel, you know, um, confident about, you know, Drew Smiley trying to stretch out Drew Smiley, you know? And um, I think that it is, you know, uh, like Patrick uh, said, I think it's just going to be this war of attrition on the pitching side. And they're going to throw guys out there, I feel like, fingers crossed, um, and hope, you know, hope that guys step up, you know, and, uh, whether it's, it's your, your smileys or, you know, I guess Kyle, Wright. They brought up, um, they bring up, uh, Tucker Davidson. Yes. Yes. Um, but it's also like, that's, that's scary too. Cause he's another lefty. He hasn't had, he hasn't pitched more than 22 innings professionally. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, (laughs) but you know what? I I said, "Mm, okay. When they brought in like Jock Peterson and stuff and yeah, true. That's proven wrong. That's so true. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's, again, one of those kind of intangible things where it's like this, you know, it's like getting on these streaks. And if guys just work out, you know, so these, it is one of these things with baseball and in sports in general, those unexpected heroes that you end up getting, you know, in, in big moments, which is why part of the reason why I love sports, but maybe something like that happens. This, you know, the unexpected. So that know. would be awesome. Yeah. We we'll would see. love that. We'll and Kyle Wright looked good. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Wright looked good in game two. And mm-hmm. it was actually reminding me of last year against the Dodgers. The Braves ended up losing that series, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. But you had those unexpected heroes like Bryce Wilson, Ian Anderson. Mm-hmm. That was the mm-hmm. first time he'd pitched in the postseason. And he was yeah. exceptional. So it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if Snickers moves pay off because it seems like they have so far. And then on the flip side, we're talking like the Braves have this huge disadvantage. It's not like the Astros love to give the ball to Jake Odorizzi mm-hmm. oh, for no. a long period. Even mm-hmm. Zach Granke at this point, mm-hmm. he doesn't have the results this season. So I, I really do feel like it's pretty evenly matched still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. I mean, it's, and it's one of those things. It's like, it's, you know, I sit here, I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know, all this stuff, but I, I'm, I want to watch it. I'm going to see, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I'm super excited to see how this plays out. And, and if they can over, overcome this on the brave side, you know, then th- that just adds to that uh, kind of theme we were talking about earlier. It's just kind of overcoming some of these difficulties uh, that, that they've um, had throughout the season. Yeah. You know, Pat, I meant to, up. I meant to send you the tweet that I saw today about how good the, the viewership was because Pat and I had this whole I conversation that, about huh? how people seem so down on this matchup. And in large part, that's because of the Astros, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I, that's awesome. The numbers were really, really great for games one and two. And those were both games that weren't, oh, was it? Okay. Incredibly yeah, I, didn't see, I didn't see what the numbers were. Um, oh, nice. Okay. No, and it's good. A good sign. Yeah. 
And it's good. I mean, you always want to see that. Uh, I think, you know, for baseball, I think baseball has a hard time promoting itself. It oftentimes mm-hmm. shoots itself in the foot, you know, oh, yeah. and well, we've talked uh, about that plenty, <laughs> you know, so it's just like, oh, guys, you know, but uh, that is good to know. I did. I, I wasn't aware of the, of the, uh, the numbers so far. Yeah, no. I, and you talk about watching and being ready to watch. Uh, I think things are going to get a little weird as we go back to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And why I say mm-hmm. that is because this is crazy when I saw this over the last five postseasons, home teams are nine and 18 in the mm, world series okay. on that's on the brave side on the Astro side. Of course, it's going to a national league ballpark, no DH anymore. Right. We, we talk all about that Astros offense. If they want to get those big outfield bats, Kyle Tucker, Michael Brantley, and you're on Alvarez into the lineup. They're all going to have to be in the outfield. Kyle Tucker would be your center fielder. He's only played 28 innings in center field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we got the potential for some crazy things to happen on the, on the yeah. back of both of those. So yeah. if the Braves are to come back and win or come back and win is not right. to sitting at one and sitting one, one, mm-hmm. what's one player that you think has to break out. Breakout. Um, or come, come through however you want to approach that. Well, you know, I think like what we've been talking about, I've been kind of hammering this on the, on the pitching side. I really think, you know, Freed has to step up and he has mm-hmm. to go back to being his uh, second half um, of the season self, which was amazing and dominant. But um, so I think that that's, I think for me, like a natural person, I guess on the, on the hitting side, um, I don't know, you know, I, uh, I, I love, a, a um, Ozzy Albies, you know, because mm-hmm. I love players like that because he's got pop in his bat. He's got speed. Uh, yep. He can kind of throw uh, people off. And um, so I, you know, I, I like, I like, um, I'd say Ozzy Albies, I guess. Um, and Max Freed. Interesting. I'll, I'll give you a player. Cause I'm interested in your thoughts here. This is a player, you know, Emma's going to know as soon as I say it, that I've been super high on all year mm-hmm. and been touting him as really developing into a star. And it's Austin Riley. And, you know, mm-hmm. we, he really broke out this year and turned into a, a really strong yep. third baseman for him. In the postseason, he's had some of those clutch moments, you know, think about the walk-off hit and, and things like that. He's down to 240 right now, a 290 on base, and a 37% strikeout rate, which is much, much higher than it was in the regular season. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that I, I think if the Braves are to come through, I want to see him kind of – I'm not sure he, so you say go back to that regular season, Austin Riley, because it was mm-hmm. so high – but he's someone I look at as being like, that can be a guy that can really drive that lineup forward and drive in runs and come through because I do think there's going to be a lot of runs scored uh, towards the end of this. I think that that's true. You know, I think you also, you know, to your point, you also between the game one and game two, it was a little bit different Austin Riley, right? I mm-hmm. think that he struck out, like he had a couple of bad at bats yeah. in game two. And um, I think, you know, while he has, he's a player that is definitely kind of, um, I think matured with his plate approach. Uh, we saw that this season. Um, you know, he, I think he, I look, he ended up this season as he had a uh, 303 batting average. I don't think he's a 303 hitter. I think no. he is more of a, you know, 260, 270 hitter. That's the downfall of Austin Riley, though, is that if he is off, you know, then he can get really off. Um, like it was a but, couple seasons. Ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like if he's, if he's on, he's on. And this is great because I think he has matured. He's made, uh, you know, kind of strides uh, as a player this season, which I think he will carry over to 2022. Um, but yeah, it's that, um, I think that you're right. And that'll be interesting to watch. And I think in the postseason, he's still, uh, he's still, he's not like a seasoned veteran or anything. Mm-hmm. No, and, no, no. Uh, so, so you can get caught up in, um, you know, kind of, up, you know, in the plays, in the motion of, of world series, um, baseball, but yeah, it's like last night he, uh, he just had, he had 
bad at bats and he was just totally down, you know? So I think you're right. He did. He does need to get, um, if he can be up, then it's, it's great. But if he's down, you know, kind of watch out, but he could be the, he could be the game maker. He's, he's, he's been great so far in the post in the, yeah. uh, like the NLCS and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No, it, it happens to watch. Uh, as mm-hmm. you say with the world series, I mean, look at it. Correa isn't 140. Bregman doesn't have a hit yet. Alvarez mm-hmm. is hitting 200. Like, you know, Altuve uh, was two for 26 coming yeah. into game two. Exactly. Yeah. It, it just I, takes yeah. one at bat. He was, yeah. I mean, I, I think Altuve is like the perfect um, example. It's just, I think in game one, he was 0 for five, I believe, and had three strikeouts. Yeah. And then uh, he turned it around and it was two for five hit a homer, you know, and was, I think it's like, so goes, you know, as Altuve goes, so goes the uh, mm-hmm. Astros. I think is the totally. same. Especially yes. in the playoffs. <laughs> That's a, I was yep. just going to say, one of the best postseason hitters of all time now. Yep. Lauren, on the offensive mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. have you generally been happy with Snickers' decisions in the time fluctuation in terms of minutes for Soler, Duvall, Peterson, and Rosario? Um, we For the series? Yeah, for this series, especially playing an AL team. I think they've been mm-hmm. putting Soler in the DH, right, and Rosario in a corner outfield, and Jock Peterson has been coming off the bench. Do you think mm-hmm. that's the right move? At this point... I'm not questioning Snicker. I am, mm-hmm. I am just like rolling with it, you know? And um, I think what, well, so they had, yeah, I think you're right. I was trying to, I was, in terms of playing time, I was thinking of who was, who had been doing what during the games. Um, but I just remember that Jock has had the biggest clutch hits coming mm-hmm. off the bench and hitting a pinch hit, you know, the homers, obviously the big yeah. one. Yeah. And, but it's funny. Cause I think that there are guys though, that are, are good at that, you know, yeah. and um, it's, it's even we, we, we lost um, uh, Sandoval, Sandoval with the Rosario thing. He was cla- He just clutch. He always came off the bench and hit home runs. Now um, I, I still think that, you know, the Braves uh, are happy with Rosario and but yeah, no, I feel like at this point, I'm, I don't really question Snicker. I feel like mm-hmm. it's just, he, I, he knows, he knows what he's doing. I'm not going to question it this at this point. So, yeah. You know what? That's well said. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is very well said, especially this, this world series coaching matchup is electric Baker. Mm-hmm. and yeah. It's are so both cool. So, so good. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. And it's, I think, you know, because they've got the, they're the two oldest managers. And then I think mm-hmm. in game three, you're getting two rookie pitchers that are facing yeah. each other. That's and I great. think that's interesting as well. So there's so many storylines, you know, um, and I don't know. It's just, it's just fun to watch. So yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I've got one more before it goes in the final question, mm-hmm. Emma, I don't know mm-hmm. how many more you have. So, you know, we've talked about it and you've brought it up, you know, with that, that really that trio of Minter Smith and Matzik leading the way uh, for the Braves out of the bullpen. As we say with that war of attrition, you know, I, I, I think a lot of pitchers are going to get a lot of time in here. Mm-hmm. Not so if you had to pick a pitcher, not name the three of them, who would be your next tr- most trusted arm for the Braves? For like, for like a reliever, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a thin depth chart oof, there. I know. I was like, I, I was thinking through. It's like they've got they have Lee. They've got Luke Jackson is where I was thinking, but oh, you know, yeah. Chavez, Jesse Chavez. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I may roll with Chavez. Um, yeah, just just as as the veteran, um, I think I'd roll with Chavez. Yeah, I saw a cool stat about him. I think he's played on nine teams. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the only pitchers to finally start in a world series after playing with nine prior teams. And then also Dylan Lee Uh is the rookie, right? I think he's pitched in four innings and he pitched in the same game that Chavez pitched in. So the storylines that you're talking about, that's wild. Yeah. 
it's yeah it's kind of like those full circles it's like yeah the 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 old the veterans and the rookies you know yeah i love it yeah all right i got a fun question for you and then i'll Mm -hmm. i'll let pat outro and ask his final question okay who is the scariest hitter in the astros lineup who when he steps into the box your stomach just absolutely drops um couple choices there (laughs) i was gonna say there are a couple um you know, I think that um, Alvarez has been, yep. I think, you know, I think Alvarez, Tucker, um, those are kind of like the young, exciting guys, which I think definitely do kind of like strike fear. Um, and, you know, if you were a pitcher, but I'm going to go a little old school. I think it's Michael Brantley, you know, mm-hmm. I, oh, love that. Someone, I love that. You know, he's someone that's just, it's, he's such a tough out. Yep. He, he's a veteran. He's someone that, um, that I think of when he comes up, it's like it, he's seen a ton. He's played a ton. You just, you know, you can get kind of younger guys out. You can trick them out, trick them a little bit, um, where they may get caught up at the moment and just like maybe swing for the fences when they don't need to. Um, but I think someone like Michael Brantley is someone that I would, I would be, uh, be, uh, you know, nervous. I think he basically, he's a hard out, I think. Yeah. He's so contact oriented. You could see how happy Pat and I got when we, yeah, I, I was thrilled that. when you said that. I love that type of baseball. It's the DJ yeah. LeMay. It's the, the Albies too. It's just mm-hmm. contact oriented. It's nothing flashy. Mm-hmm. Obviously when Alvarez steps up into the plate, you want nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. But Michael Brantley yeah. at the top of that lineup is such a hard out. That's the perfect way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love it. And then I'll give you the last question that has mm-hmm. to be the last question. It's one, one right now. How mm-hmm. do you see the series playing out? Well, you know, I can't not say the Braves. So um, I, I, I am going to do uh, go with Braves in seven. But Ooh. I will say that this is going to be, this is going to come down to how well they adjust. And I think the mm-hmm. Braves will go as the pitching goes, um, I think. And, um, but like I said before, you know, um, I'm nervous about a lot of the pitching, but they have kind of overcome you know, these challenges and I'm just going to continue to, uh, you know, I'm just going to continue to hope that they will, will, uh, overcome these pitching challenges. And so I'm going to go Braves in seven. Hope is all you can do. I, I want to ask you really quick. Do you think mm-hmm. Brian Snicker has the ho- coaching advantage here? Ooh, it's such a good managerial matchup. Mm. Ooh, do you have like more moving back basically what, because of going back to Atlanta or just in or it's just, just with the, with the adjustments that you just said the Braves mm-hmm. are going to have to make and a lot of the adjustments that the Astros have to make too, the fact that they put Jose Arquiti on the mound, who, mm-hmm. what coach do you have more trust in to get it done? I guess I'll, I'll continue to roll with, with Snicker. Although I, I saw him when they're like, basically like, what are you, what are you going to, what are you going to do now with, with, with Morton out? And he's like, well, I don't know. We're just going to have to figure it out. <laughs> so it's just like, I love that. you know, and so it's like, okay, because I think that that is true. It's, there's no kind of cliche. There's no like, well, we can, you know, do this and we'll beat them. And it's, it's like, a huge well, loss. Yeah. We're going to have to figure it out. We're going to have to yeah. figure it out. Um, and, you know, he's like, we're just, we're going to have to sp- spring together, uh, string together. So maybe a bullpen game and um we'll figure it out you know it's something we'll have to basically regroup you know so um I you know I like the honesty there and uh you know they've been able to do it this this season this entire season so uh why not throw one more wrench into in into the Braves plans during the World Series I feel that way I'm gonna stick with Astros and six because that was my Mm preseason pick 
I really would not be surprised if the Braves win seven. I'm, I'm rooting for the Braves. I'm going to stick yeah. with it just because I don't want to be wishy-washy, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping for Braves and seven. Did you even see anything that would have changed six. your mind though, even though I know that's your, uh, your prediction? That's actually a great question. Mm-hmm. If, the, if Ian Anderson shoves, <laughs> I might think that the Braves can do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I love it. Listen, yeah. the, Bra- the Braves have overcome everything that comes to them this year. That's, yeah. that's what Their we're seeing. We talked so about it. Good. Mm-hmm. Freeman can change a game. A, mm-hmm. a clutch Riley hit can cl- can change like a game. Any of these guys can. Mm-hmm. Rosario, right? I mean, yeah, it's a thing. Even even Travis Darno, I was just like, yep. I was kind of half watching the game at one point, uh, and I was like, dude just came up with a home run. Yeah, you know, it's just like, okay, all right, let's go. <laughs> you know, love you any were... Met representation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. There you go. Yep. yep. You were Astros in six too, right, Pat? I was. I was. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I, we... I can't change, but from what I've seen, I would not be surprised if this pushes to seven and it's going to be a toss up. It is going to be a toss up. So it's a great series. Yeah. I do think that you are right though, uh, Patrick, in that this will come down to war of attrition. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to come down to, to those, uh, the bullpen, you know, that's what we love. It's fun to watch bullpen. It's fun to watch these mm-hmm. managerial con- decisions. Although I don't of- think we're supposed to call it bullpen anymore. Do you? No, I saw that. I saw it's, that. Yeah. It's the arm barn. So it's yes. going to come down to the arm barn. This. <laughs> Please don't be so offensive, Emma. How dare you? <laughs> so it comes oh down to the arm barn, guys. That's co- that's the take. Yeah. Talk about MLB <laughs> kicking itself. <laughs> yeah. Not good. How Not dare good. they? Yep. No. Yep. That's great. But Lauren, this has been so much fun. I, I know we talked about at the beginning but please the floor is yours tell everyone where they can find you for podcast twitter writing please sure um and it's been it's been great i've had i've had a blast with you guys um and you can um my twitter handle is lk Auerbach, um and then i i co-host a show uh, called the rest of season rankings with my buddy andrew seifter which is on the blue wire um hustle uh, platform. And then I also co-host uh, SP Streamer with Michael Simeone. You can check that out at spstreamer.com. And actually I should say with for rest of seasons we, uh, rankings, we have rosrankings.com. So you can check out uh, that website. Um, I also am doing, I do weekly um, quarterback and tight end rankings over at fan tracks right now during the football season. And then I'll be putting out uh, baseball stuff come baseball time, but you can also find that stuff at fantraxhq.com. So, so if you can't tell, Lauren's very busy. Um, so <laughs> we're very happy she made time to come on with us because this was a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, I had a blast with you guys. It was so fun talking World Series. We'll have to revisit, you know. Yes. I hope so. Hopefully you're, you're happy yeah. and you're glowing about yep. the Braves championship. I, I hope that. so too. I hope so too. We will see. It's going to be great. But all right, that'll do it for us here on the Did You Hear podcast weekly walk-off edition. Be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a rating as well, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Did You Hear Pod. We're walking off into the weekend we're bath flipping into a world series weekend everyone enjoy and we'll be back next week emma that's a wrap